Okay, we've got the audio going. Ching, chingling. Oh, come back. All right, testing, testing. Good audio, good audio. Sweet, we got good audio. And it's still coming through, mostly clear. It's definitely better this way. If I talk like this, how's that? I think it'll be enough, as long as I project. So, we'll see. Okay, whoa. Okay, the reason I'm making this podcast today is I've just had a lot of fails this week and I've been really stuck in my head in a lot of difficult, unhelpful, discouraging emotions and it's just been really difficult mentally this week. So I want to go through a little framework of understanding some of the factors that I've been digging up that have been influencing this sort of stuck in my head syndrome, which is a really bad way of branding it, but I'm not trying to name it right now. I want to work through it with you. And then I'm going to just go over a few uh, tools and practices that I'm implementing right now to deal with it better. Because the truth is we all get hit with um, you know, stress, chaos, frustration, or sometimes just that kind of shutting down of your energy. And when that happens, <clears throat> there's a couple symptoms. So I'm gonna go over the symptoms with you, I'm gonna go over the factors with you, and then what we can actually do about it. And the, obviously the factors that influence it kind of are the things that you should probably do about it because that tells you where you might be inactive. But here's like four symptoms that really tell me, <clears throat> excuse me, tell me that I'm off my game or that I'm just not there anymore. It's like I've lost part of myself. I'm kind of drifting somehow. And when I get into drifts, it's, it's really important for me to be aware of all the different things that are influencing that. So it's like, that's why I do this is because I want to take that time to sit down and be like, okay, Jamie, what is going on, bro? And um, that really serves me. I'm going to try to fix this audio because I don't think, I don't think this is ideal. Um, dun, 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 dun. Let's see. What if I just pull over here real quick? Grab this. Twisty goon it off here. Oh, shit. That's not right. Oh, well. Okay, and we're just going to edit that out because I can't fix the audio. Okay. <clears throat> so the four things that I notice about myself and others when I'm starting to get caged down into this just sort of dark voice. Like when the dark voice starts to eat up my energy and my flow in life, a couple different things are happening. Number one, I'm not as spontaneous anymore. I kind of lose the appreciation or the ability to just be present in the moment and really access creativity. 
I would say I get I would get blocked because I'm just stuck in my thoughts and the thoughts just keep going and they don't stop going and that's exhausting and it's really frustrating and I've had a lot of that this week so for me a lot of what I do on here is literally just processing life it's just life processing I'm no guru I don't have this all figured out but I do like to sit back and be the observer of my life and help myself out and hopefully by doing that I help you as well in just sharing my own insights upon my own failures because I feel like I have a lot of them and so every time I have those I know that's just an opportunity to raise the bar to learn to get the the insight from that L because an L is just a lesson it's not a complete loss there is always something to be learned and so that's one of the big ones is when you're losing the spontaneity the presence the openness to life where you're not judging and comparing all the time and you're able to uh, really just appreciate what's in front of you and I think when we start to lose appreciation we don't realize it but we're starting to lose our game we're starting to slowly slip and so that's number one number two um, number two is you're just you're not allowing fun you're just you're not really having fun and this kind of has to go with number one but I would say it's a little bit different in the sense that you just struggle to allow funness in life and what I mean by that is not just goofing around or being like silly or whatever but I mean allowing yourself to have fun and enjoy the process even if it's a grind even if it's a sprint even if it's serious work that you're doing if we lose perspective or we lose our openness, our authentic connection to life, that's that real vibrant tether to life that says like, I'm gonna fight for this life. Like I'm going to, I'm gonna make a difference. I'm gonna matter. I'm gonna make this life real. When we start to lose that, one of the obvious symptoms is that loss of just ability to kind of have fun doing anything. Even if the work is hard and it just takes forever and it's just, it's a lot. You know, that's, a lot of my days are um, are hard work days like that. And I, I look at the day and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. But honestly, recently I've noticed that I haven't really been having as much fun. And I don't mean that, oh, I haven't been having a lot of free time. I mean, I haven't been able to just enjoy life even when I'm in a grind and so that usually tells me something else is off with with my mindset with my brain something's going on in the background that I'm not aware of which we'll get to and then thirdly I think another significant am I my third one yeah I'm my third one this is definitely not my best this is definitely not my best work but I'm just gonna keep going with it because we're already going Okay, um, yeah, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, so I've got these points listed out now a little bit better. Um, so we talked about having fun, and we talked about being spontaneous. Um, and those are really those are really big ones, right? So we've kind of already gotten through that, that just being 
real with your life, being present with your life, being uh, fully engaged with your life, when you start to just lose that authentic connection to life, that's a, it's a major signal that something in the operating system isn't working. And when you know that something in the operating system isn't working, once you realize that, it's a good time to just pause and make a decision. Pause and learn something. Pause and get a grip. Because at that point, you're no longer productively functioning. You have to make a pivot, make a shift. So that's number one. That's the number one symptom. And I, I think it's something that I at least experience a lot. Number two, which is another one that I've been dealing with a lot this week, which would make sense given this framework and this reality that when I'm holding back, when I'm not at my best, when I'm kind of disconnected from life, I'm not communicating. I'm not responding to people. I'm not reaching out to people. I'm not being assertive in that communication. I'm not being really fully open and honest with myself and with others. And I think telling the truth and being being like openly connected and communicating in reality is super, super important. I don't think I really have understood that for a long time until I get into these funks, right? And then I'm like, why am I in the funk? Why am I struggling? Guess what? When I'm not engaging in life, when I'm constantly holding back because I'm afraid, that external manifestation is an internal shame of old fears, old labels, old stories, old limitations from old voices that don't serve me anymore. And those voices can really mess up your stuff, if you know what I mean. I'm sure you have your own uh, like dark, negative voices, voices of fear, whatever you wanna call them. The point is, I want you to label that voice though. I know this episode is legitimately all over the place, but you're gonna have to bear with me because I have not been on my flow in a long time. Why? Well, I lost the spontaneous grip on life. I lost the spontaneous resonance and vibrancy of life. And I look back over the last three months and they've been good, they've been okay, you know, they've been okay, but if I really, if I'm really being honest with myself, communicating with myself, if I'm really telling the truth here, no, I'm not in alignment. I'm just telling you that right now. I'm telling you right now, like this, for me, making this episode is me just owning the fact that I am not in full alignment with the best of who I know I am, the best of who I know I can be. And that's not a reason for me to condemn myself or freak out, but it is something that you have to be real about. And when you're getting these signals, all these different signals, okay? We talked about spontaneity, we talked about fun, we talked about communication, telling the truth. These are all signals of where you're doubting yourself and where you're holding yourself back in life. And so I think that's important to note because when you're finding yourself stuck in any of these areas, these are areas for you to explore. These are areas for you to go work on and look into. And I can't give you this like five step, one size fits all approach that's gonna like change your life overnight. But I can tell you that what I'm doing with you right now is just called live 
testing and experimentation on my life and live ownership of the fact that I'm not at the point where I need to be at. And it's important to recognize that and look at the gap. And so here's another signal that I think might hit with you. And that is uh, you're not stretching anymore. You're not going for it anymore. You're not pushing. You're not letting that ambition in anymore. And man, when ambition goes down, you know something's messed up because you've stopped believing in your potential. That fearful you doesn't believe in your potential. And so you're not setting goals. And you think that these current contexts, the current context, my current capabilities right now are me, are you right now. And man, that one really hurts for me right now because I look at myself and I just see where my self-talk has been. This is kind of a random bonus point that I'm throwing here. My self-talk hasn't been reflecting that a vibrant, abundant potential. It's been just stuck in a constant cycle of uh, self-minimization and self-loathing and just kind of self-belittling, really. I'm just like constantly pulling myself down and really shredding my identity at every single failure, which is the exact opposite of learning. Um, it's, it's just not good at all. There's my dog barking. I'm, she brings out the worst in me. I gotta really watch it. Um, oh my goodness. Whew, deep breaths, guys. Deep breaths. Okay. Um, so yeah, potential. Really aligning your life with your potential. Please shut up. Oh my god. Um, the vibrant you like knows there's this unbounded potential within, and that there's better out there for you. That one sets the goals because you're architecting a better life. You're connected to that future. And the caged version of you is apologizing for the present and stuck in the past. And I want you to let that seep in because that's real for me right now. <laughs> that's really real for me right now. And I'm reading this text from my phone. I'm just thinking of these notes right now. And I'm just thinking like, wow. You know, when I'm disconnected even from my learning, uh, that's a significant sign for me that I'm not on my best game. And that's true right now. That's a, this is another bonus symptom, I guess. <laughs> You're not learning. You're not architecting new pathways to growth and when you're not doing the level up work which we kind of already talked about it but when you're not actively learning and getting better it signals that your mind has kind of resigned to the current context circumstance and capabilities of you right now and your subconscious has kind of decided that those are fixed and I think a lot of that happens from just recency bias and conditioning. So you're in the same environment, you're hearing the same stuff, you're getting the same thoughts to yourself, doing the same things. Maybe that sameness is inconsistency. I know it is for me. And when I'm in inconsistency, 
it starts to drag me further and further down because every time I'm inconsistent, I lose progress. And then that pulls me down more mentally. And instead of learning and leveling up and really actively learning from my failures, I'm labeling myself because of my failures. And I'm limiting myself based on these points in time that are really just a figment of my imagination now. Every single one of them, except for this moment right now. And that's a really weird thing. When I was talking about being present with you, I hope you got that. What I mean is the only thing that exists is here right now. And everything that is not here right now is nowhere to be found. It does not exist. And if we're not in the present, we're stuck in an illusion. Now, it's great to be connected to your future. And, you know, there's that kind of like 20% future connected and then 80% ultra vibrantly connected to the present, doing the life, doing the work. And that's just an arbitrary ratio. So don't take that for some formula. But I look at that and I say, okay, I've been like 50% hard on myself, 30% in the past, and 20% present, apologizing for my present and trying to make up for it, instead of 100% engaged in building that future and showing up as the best of who I am, summoning the best of who I am. I know it's not easy. I hope I don't make this sound like it's easy. Sometimes the truth of our situation is very simple, even though the work might be hard sometimes. Although, don't underestimate the simple power of conscious choice. I'm going to insert that here because you have the conscious power to switch the story in your brain at any time you choose. You own your thoughts. You control your thoughts. You run this ship. You're the one holding the keys to this cage that these stories are, that you're in these stories right now, but it's your cage. It's your stories. They're your thoughts. And you're allowed to unlock that and say, I'm not going to walk in that anymore. And I get it. You're going to backslide. Humanity is just a long story of getting up, backsliding, looking up sheepishly at God and being like, damn, all right. And then trying again. And that's okay. That's not something to be feared or something to be avoided. It's just a natural part of the process of being in this world as it is today. So understand that. But we can also accept that as well. And we can still move through that. I don't want to get into radical acceptance right now, but that's really a big one for me that helps me in here when I look at the past just to remind myself, okay, as soon as you stop avoiding and denying the thing that happened in the past that you feel attached to, that you feel like defines you right now, you are free from it. That is radical acceptance in my experience and just from my own work, inner work. And so taking that, look at the thing and acknowledge it and say, okay, that thing happened. I, that happened. 
I did not like that outcome. That was not what I wanted. Fact. Accept it. Okay, what am I going to do now? And we have to get back into the present. Because the longer and longer we stay apologizing for the past, stuck in the past and apologizing for the present, we lose connection to all possibility. We're stuck in a figment of our imagination. It's not even real anymore. The only thing that is real is... I mean, the, the thing is that the fear isn't even real. It's just a story in your mind about a thing that happened. And we can't always judge these events in our lives as good or bad. Sometimes it just serves us to accept them for what they are, for how they were, and to take the learning from it without attaching ourselves to the thing that happened. And that's not automatic that takes work if you need to go do therapy then like go do therapy or if you need to go read some books on personal development or radical acceptance or dealing with your psychology then please do because it helps so much to get clarity and that's why again doing the learning learning is believing in your potential learning is believing in your ability to grow and saying i'm going to invest in my ability to grow because i know i have so much more capacity so i'm going to invest there i'm going to put my money there when we're not doing that that signals how our self-concept is playing out in our reality right now okay next one here this is like number four ish you're not fulfilled you're too busy doing things that don't matter you're too busy you're too long busy running around with your head on fire overwhelmed and you're burned out and you're not feeling the progress you don't feel the progress you don't feel the days you don't feel the wins they're just happening and i get that right now just kind of playing along going to the motions there's no fulfillment there's no mastery you're not really making real choices because you're disengaged and stuck in a past story or you're just distracted which is a major one for me right now i'm so horribly distracted it's like even when i remove what i think is the distraction in my life i realize that distraction is distraction and as long as you have that habit it does not matter what environment you're in you will find a way to distract yourself and the solution is learning focus and learning mindfulness and learning to make better decisions about how you'll direct your thoughts. And that's not easy, but it's necessary. It's required to live a good life. Sometimes you're going to have to do the hard stuff, right? That's, that's not your absolute jam. And that's, that can be frustrating, but we can also just imbue meaning into that too. We can imbue connection and commitment and creativity even when we're doing things that we're not ultra obsessed with or things we ultra care about because we're choosing to show up from the best of who we are. We're choosing to show up and summon the best of who we are and show up with full connection even if it's not perfect. Or that fearful self is showing up and you're just like, screw this. Going through the motions. I hate this. I hate, I hate, I hate. Screw this process. Screw this, screw this. And... Man, that just kills the energy in your life. That kind of chronic stress just kills the energy in your life. And I think it changes with 
you giving yourself the permission to go for it and taking back agency of your thoughts, your actions, and your life. Understanding that you can choose the emotions and the energy and the kind of life that you decide to architect. And that might just sound like a bunch of mumbo jumbo, but I'm really affirming this in my heart right now because I need this new energy flow. I need to allow this new desire to flow through me again. I've spent too many days just not fully vibrantly connected. I've been there. I've been still, but I haven't been there. You know, there's a difference between being still and being charged, right? And I think being still is important, but I think there's another level of like that awe and wonder and full presence and vibrancy with life that's just fully connected. It's not a magic bullet. It's not going to happen overnight. But um, we got to go for it. We have to fight. And my big unlock that I had today for that was defiance, actually. Was understanding that this voice of fear, it just, the voice of fear is always going to be there. There's always going to be an opportunity for the voice of fear to mess up your jam, whatever you're doing. For you to doubt yourself, for you to, uh, you know, be reactive, for you to live an emotional reaction and just constantly spiral. But what I'm telling you is that dark voice, it's not you. It might feel like it's you sometimes, but it's not you. It's going to try to convince you that it's you, that you are it. It's not you. It might have been there since you were a kid. It might have been haunting you for years now, but it's not you. It might be living in your mental house right now, but it's not you. And you have the keys to your house and you have the full permission to say, I'm not going to let you run my life anymore. I'm running my life now. I'm going to direct the shots now. I'm going to choose the path. And it doesn't mean you're not going to backslide. Trust me, you're going to hit the first win and then you're totally going to forget about the fact that that voice is still there and then it's going to mess up your jam again and then you're going to completely spiral and that's just called backsliding. And it happens. And I'm not saying this to diss on you in any way. I'm telling you this because this is exactly what happens to me over and over and over again. And it's called the life process. And the game isn't to be discouraged and to completely drown yourself in self-hate every time that that happens, but simply to pick yourself back up and remember that it's not you. There's that voice inside. And yes, it's yes, you have a full responsibility, but it's your responsibility for not listening to that voice when it tries to drag you down. And just by labeling that voice, you can label it part X, you can label it fear, you can label it darkness, you can make up its own freaking name. I don't care what you call it, but you have to label it. Because just by labeling it, it distances you and the impulse. It gives you a little bit of distance between yourself and that automatic conditioned reaction. It's been conditioned into your DNA, but you can uncondition it. You can reprogram your mind. You can reprogram your life. And that takes love and it takes work. And it's going to take some new commitments and new choices and it's going to start with you deciding to take back your life and say, no more is this thing going to run my life. No more is this narrative, this story, this baggage. I am no longer going to carry this energy into my life. 
just because it's been there for a long time or just because you haven't had a lot of exposure to your potential recently doesn't mean it's not there. You just need a little bit more learning. You just need a little bit better practices. You just need a little bit more consistency and preparation. And you just need a little bit more goodness going into your system. A little bit more support and people around you and love channels in your life. You know why I love this podcast? It's a love channel for me. It forces me to be fully present, fully engaged, fully speaking from my heart and channeling as much love as I possibly can into this moment. And when I lose connection to that, it hurts. And that's why I've been hurting. Honestly, I haven't had a lot of love flowing through me recently. And you can pour a lot of love into yourself, but if it's not flowing out into your life, it kind of stagnates. It's kind of like when you have that like beautiful pond and like even if you got water flowing into the pond, it needs somewhere to go. It needs flow. Energy is always flowing. It's not meant to stagnate. It's not meant to stay in one place. You don't own this. It simply flows through you. But it's the thing that fundamentally that you like you ride this energy. And that's kind of what I want to talk about last. Okay. You're not living in full vibrancy and love. And this doesn't mean you have to be in an intimate relationship. It just means you're living from your core. There's two paths. You're at a crossroads right now. Okay. You're at a crossroads. One road, you are guided by fear. The other road, you're guided by faith Willingness to see into the future, willingness to see things differently, and love. And that is freedom. There is life there. And there is death and darkness on the other side. And it's not just like some esoteric thing, it's kind of a principle of life. Don't look at your future self and be like, Oh yeah, that person's going to be, you know, here's the thing. When you're looking at these crossroads right now, I want you to think of that person five years from now. You're not going to think of that future self like, oh yeah, that person's going to be driven by, you know, I just want, I just want fear to run and own my life. You have to think of like, do you really want this voice right now? Do you really want this silence that you've been sitting in to run your life five years from now? If the answer is no, then defy it today. Defy it with new choices. Defy it with new energy, new actions. You can choose to do that. You do not have to give into this. It is your fight. And yes, it is a war. But you can fight for your freedom. And you must take action to actualize that. At some point, you understand that your power, your power is yours to own. And you're either going to give it away or you're going to choose to connect it to a higher power and let that flow through you. And I understand that that power is the power of love and compassion, understanding that flows through me. And that is when I'm in line with my highest self is living from that place of love and freedom, that place of full vibrancy. Look, full connection to life force, it, yeah, it's work. It means getting up early. It means getting your mind in a good place. It means energizing and opening up your body. It means having a practice that fully locks you into the day. And you need those little buffer moments to lock yourself into the day. And I've, I've made so many episodes about just getting into the life 
And the reason why I do that is because I need it. So all of these reminders, it's not like I'm going through this like, oh yeah, I got it all. Like, bro, I do not have it all figured out. Trust me. But what I can tell you is you need consistent reminders and consistent routines to connect back into that freedom, to connect back into living freely in love with everything. You're flowing from your spirit. You're loving yourself, others, life, God, nature, experiences. You're just allowing that openness. That's full consciousness. And that's the goal. And I get it. When we're caged down, it can feel like it's so far away. But it's literally one step. Because you have the keys. And right now, you can say, you know what? I'm going to walk out of this cage. I'm going to throw this cage in the garbage. I'm going to dump it. I'm going to burn it. I don't care. It's not going to be part of my house anymore. I'm going to go live freely. And uh, that conscious choice is something you were embedded with. That is your power. And you don't have to give that power away. The caged kind of life that I've been talking about, it's separated by fear, doubt, disconnection, division, and delay. And it just shreds your life force. And that divine one, it's unbounded. It's free. It's spirited. It's vibrant just because it chooses to be. Now it's time to do the work. I know I went all over the place with this. I know this was not perfect, but this for me was a demarcation line. This for me was my own declaration to you and to myself that fear is not going to run the game anymore. That that dark voice inside my head that's been literally screwing up my entire week and probably the past like several months... It's been telling me I'm not good enough. It's been telling me that I suck. It's been telling me I'm incompetent. It's telling me I'm going to get fired. It's going to tell me you're never going to amount to anything. There's that voice inside your head. And at some point, you have to decide that you're not going to let it run your life anymore. Because you have conscious choice over the voices that you give power to. And the voices that you allow inside your brain. Because you can choose your thoughts. You can choose your actions. You can choose where you invest. And so go invest in yourself. Go put your money where your mouth's at. If you want this, if you want this change, go invest in it. Go re-engage with your life again. With the mindset. With those habits. With great peers. With great learning community. With consistency. And action. If there's one thing you can get from this, go find some consistency. Go get a prepared, prepared schedule. Prepared. I don't know what that means. Go get a prepared schedule. Get your life back. And I'm probably going to be doing a lot of frameworks and content now around really reclaiming your life because I look at my life and I look at myself and I'm like, I need that right now. And so I do my best just to create content based on what me and my people and my clients uh, need. And so that's what we're going to be doing. But look, shake yourself out of that cage. Burn the freaking cage down. Throw it out. I don't care what you have to do, but make that line in the sand. Draw that line in the sand and cross it and say, no more am I going to stay on that side. I'm not going back. And you know what? You might backslide from time to time, but when you make that demarcation line, that is the signal to future you that, hey, I'm coming for you. And go chase that person down. Okay, You can go shape your learning. You can shape your expression. You can shape this attention. You can cue yourself for more love, 
more spontaneity, more connection to the moment, more of just getting back into your life again. Like getting back in your life for real again. You can do that. You have that capability. You have that power. I hope this content is serving you in some way. I know sometimes I go on really long rants, but I think real problems need real proper rants. So that's what I got for you. I'll be back again tomorrow. This is, we're, we're back on the properly righteous grind because Light Mind is, is an outlet and I hope it serves you as much as it serves me. Um, but yeah, I'll see you next time. Peace.